Welcome to American K Sisters. My name is Linda. I am Hina. Enjoy our show about the spectacular American life of two Korean sisters. Linda, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. I want to give you a hug. Well, you're across the desk, so, <laughs> so later. So later, yeah, we'll save it for later. So welcome back, not just to New Jersey. We are recording in my place. I know. In my home, but also welcome back to the States. I know, I really missed it. It was so weird because this time around, Chris and I were on a long trip, summer break trip. And I really missed home. And I was like, oh, Chris, I can't wait to get back home. And, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, we are going home, like, in three days. And he was like, no, we are not. Because when we flew back to JFK, we were going to spend two weeks with oh. our families. So one week with Chris's family mm-hmm. and one week at my parents' place. So it was going to be another two weeks right. until we get back to our home. <laughs> but guess what? I told him that, but I'm going back to my home country. <laughs> it's my second home. Yeah, it's least. my home ground. <laughs> because although I don't really like this country, yeah. it's where I live. Yeah, now, like, when you're overseas, just going back to your country just Mm -hmm. means going back home. Right, (laughs) right. And, you know, it's like, oh, I know how things work in New Jersey. We'll have our (laughs) car back. Just, you know, after a while, you miss things that are yours, things that are familiar. So I'm very happy to be back. Yeah, what did you miss the most? Did you miss um, American accent? Of course not. I don't care. Um... I think just the space that I'm used to. Mm. Even like the room that we stay at um, at my parents' place or at Chris's uh, parents' place, mm. I'm used to those rooms. Yeah. So like that's better than Airbnb that I've never right. been to. Right, right. So um, although we did stay in comfortable places, it's nothing beats our, you know, yeah. ho- own home and our like family, you know, home. Mm-hmm. So I just miss that where I feel like comfortable gotcha. and safe. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited to hear more about your trip. For our audiences, Linda recently traveled to Australia and New Zealand for over a month mm-hmm. and recently got back to the States. So in this episode, we're going to dive into what her trip was like, what was good, what was fun, or what was challenging. So yep. um, let's dive in. All right. First thing first, I do remember that I did ask this question before your trip uh, because um, maybe because of the distance, Mm -hmm. I don't see, I haven't seen that many people around me who travel to far, far down there, (laughs) Uh, Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, down under, which I Mm -hmm. learned recently. So, um, yeah, I was really curious what made you to decided to go there and plan that trip. Because I love Chris. <laughs> he wanted to go there um, because Australia and New Zealand hosted um, 2023 Women's World Cup. Mm. And Chris is a big soccer fan. He also does research on soccer fandom. It was his main interest 
to attend the World Cup and talk to other fans and just see things in action. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, we'll <laughs> go. And that I started researching. I, you know what? I didn't do much research. He did everything. <laughs> yes, Chris did everything. Yeah. However, I just remember Australia. Don't they have quakas? Mm. It's just like that was the one thing yeah. I just remember about Australia. So I I just looked it up. Where are quakas? And it <laughs> turns out, in wild, they only live in mostly live on an island off of Western Australia, mm. um, just short distance from Perth, um, called Rottenness Island or Wajumup Island. And um, I told Chris. We are going to Australia and New Zealand to see World Cup. I want to see Quaka. That's one thing I'm requesting. As important as yeah. World Cup. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because, you know, we are going... It's, it's pretty far from East Coast. Yeah. So, if we are traveling all the way there, Oof. and that's the only place I can meet Quaka in wild... Is it really? Yes. <gasps> Nowhere wow. else. Um, I want to see them. And I don't know when I will ever go there again it's just far <laughs> so i was like i gotta use this yeah. opportunity and we made it happen yeah you you need to get the most out of your trip how long is the flight on the way back from new zealand auckland we flew direct to jfk okay it was supposed to take 16 hours but it took 15 hours the oh. pilot just made it quicker i'm like oh is that you. allowed <laughs> <laughs> you're speeding <Okay. laughs> um so 15 hour or 16 hours direct mm. however on the way there because we are going to west uh, australia it, takes it was longer. different yeah uh, there was no good way or cheap way to get there okay so we actually took a flight to singapore Okay. Because the flight from Singapore to Perth was cheaper. So we did Singapore and stayed there one night and then took another flight next day to Perth. Mm -hmm. So it was like five hours more flight because the second flight was five more hours. I'm very glad that we split it, the flights. Yeah. So we got to rest a little bit. Yeah, uh, I'm not a huge fan of layover, but only for the really, really long flight, right. like over 10 years, mm-hmm. uh, not years, no way, 10 hours. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, having uh, stuff um, definitely helps. Yeah. But the direct flight is not as bad as I thought. Cause, right. um Yeah, you know, direct flight to Korea is 14 to 15 hours when mm-hmm. you go to Korea. So, you know, Australia feels, I think it's a little more to the west because you, it is definitely more south we have to travel up north yeah to get there but it's a long flight yeah i'm glad we did it once (laughs) i really don't know when i'll do it again it's just far (laughs) at least when i'm living on the east coast of u.s it's far maybe it will be better if i ever live on the west coast yeah yeah it cuts out cuts out a big chunk so right Okay, so World Cup and Quokka. Oh, do you want to briefly explain about Quokka? Because I didn't know well about Quokka until you brought it up. Uh, Quokkas are really cute. (laughs) You need to, if you've never seen one, you need to look it up on your phone right now. Uh, Quokka spell in English, Q-U-O-K-K-A. It even spells very cute. They are... Uh, in the family of marsupials, 
they look like rats. Somewhat like rats, but they are far from rats um, in terms of genetic. They are closer to, they're in the similar group with kangaroos and oh. wallaby. Wow. So they stand on their hind legs and they jump on their hind legs. And they have front pocket for their babies. Oh. Um, so they're like a mini kangaroo, but their face looks more like rat. Um, Maybe more chubby, chubbier meerkat. Yeah, you're uh, right. Yeah. yeah. But then they're not long. Like mm. uh, they're more round. Like yeah, they, yeah. when they sleep, they put their nose on their toe and roll up. Oh. So they look like a ball. It's really funny. Oh my God, that's When so they um, are sleeping in corners <laughs> or in the middle of the road. Um, so they're quokkas. Because they are living on an island without um, predator, they feel pretty safe to walk around all the time. They're nocturnal, but mm. they do walk around during the day too. And because there's a strict law, how humans should behave around them, like yeah, you cannot right. harm them, right. you cannot feed them or touch them. Mm-mm. So they will just go around you. Often they will come up to you to see if you have any crumbs or food. Uh, so you have to like, don't come too near. <laughs> and if you have not like here, a bag on, on the floor, they will check your bags. Oh, uh, inspection. They <laughs> act very like squirrels. They are like looking for food all the time, but a little slower than squirrels. How, how do they know when there's a policy that you are not allowed to feed them? How How do they still searching for food and come near i think some people break the law and give them food Hmm. um because i've seen children just touch them like pet Uh, them like dogs yeah i have to stop them like stop you're Mm. not supposed to touch them um the other thing is when people eat you know they they do leave food behind like crumbs and whatever it's like Uh, a birds always come near you when you're mm, eating in a park right so you will get something or if you follow around human. Okay. And when we went to the small, the main square, there's a bakery. And quakas just wait outside the oh. bakery, <laughs> waiting for crumbs to drop. It's like a popular hot spot for quakas. <laughs> they come around, it's like, ah, oh, nice cafe. smell, I know. Yeah. And um, so there are gates to prevent the quakas mm-hmm. from entering. So human has to be very quick. And like get in and like close the gate behind them and some quakas are very fast they're like and they got in they and we, we have to like shoo them away <laughs> it's like it's it's ridiculous okay so they're seems pretty like cute. they already used to having yeah. people around because i was expecting what is this island called galapagos island or something so mm-hmm. nothing is touched by humans so yeah. you only go there by the boat mm-hmm. and then you do not bring anything you do not leave I anything see, so see. they are still like almost 100% wild okay um so it seems like you know these quokkas are more used to having people around yeah it's a different the whole island is a state-owned um park mm. so there are like hotels small hotel and cabins people can stay over there are a few stores um, so you can stay there overnight and, or you can just visit for the day. Okay. So the quakas in the town area, they're used to humans. They're, um, I call them urbanite quakas. Mm. And mm-hmm. when we are hiking away from the city, no, it's not city. It's like the main square. 
away from the poor into the like a wilderness to the beaches,、mm-hmm. there are quakas who live in the bushes. I call them bush quakas. <laughs> they don't like humans. Okay. So when they see us, they will run away. Oh, okay. So it's like there, you know, different groups, different、okay. crowd. Yeah. So Linda, you actually did see quokas. Did you also watch this World Cup games? Yes.、Mm. So we attended four World Cup games in person. Chris watched other games on his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> I watched some of them. Wow.、Um, I didn't have much expectation because I'm not very into soccer. I will see World Cup games when、mm. Korea plays. We went to World Cup. Women's World Cup four years ago, or eight years ago in Canada, and that was fun, but it was not very hyped.、Mm-hmm. Like we went to Montreal and we flew to Vancouver, but we didn't hear anything about it in the town until we got to the stadium, and there was low turnout. It was not as exciting. As you mean overall, it was not that popular, and you are right. Not talking about you are right. Oh, okay. This one was definitely different.、Mm. So as soon as we got to Perth, we saw all the signs at the airport and on、oh. street, and that was same every、uh, host cities that we went to in New Zealand and Australia. Whenever we went to a game, every game the、mm. stadium was packed,、mm. and、um, toward the end of the game, they will show on the screen the number of attendees,、oh. always over forty thousand people. <gasps> I know. Wow. So it is just fun. Yeah. To be with that many people and watch a game together and rooting. To tell the truth, like I think one difference it made was that, the first two, we knew it was U.S. game because、mm-hmm. we can tell. Uh, we have the schedule of the group matches, so we booked those. However, the last two we saw one semifinal and one quarterfinal. We didn't know who's gonna be in that game before, right?、Mm-hmm. So they have to play the group to figure it out. So what happened is that in those two games, the audience in the stadium, only small number are rooting for those team, two、mm. teams. All the others are there to just enjoy the game. Okay. So you know, for me, I just root for. Both teams, like whoever wins, I'm happy.、Yeah. Just make some goals, right? And I think many people are in similar, you know,、oh, buckets. So like, that's nice. It is fun. It's、yeah. not like fierce rivalry. Yeah, it's like we are all here to have fun. Right. So it was quite enjoyable. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. You know, soccer, especially soccer. There's a term that refers to people who got who get so crazy. And so aggressive when the team they are rooting for lose.、Mm-hmm. I I forgot the term. I don't know. I, I think there is a specific term. Okay. Yeah. So that means how you know aggressive fans、right. can be. And but yeah, it's so good to hear that people were just like very chill, cheerful、yep. and having fun regardless of what's、yep. going on with the game. Yeah. So like yeah. when when there's a goal, like. Everyone cheer, <laughs> and where the you know switch of the player,、yeah. everybody cheer. This is actually like the game kind of game、oh. I want to be at. So it was nice.、Oh. One thing that I want to point out is that every game, I brought 
Korean flag. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and when Chris asks, like, who are you rooting for? Korea. But <laughs> he's no like, Korean yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're not playing. I'm like, yeah. they are playing somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they are practicing in their backyard. <laughs> um, so I, I wore it, you know, when we walked to the stadium. Mm. Um, and, you know, we'll see. We'll see someone on the screen or like on the way uh-huh. there there are people not many people like one or two wearing mexican flag mm. and guess what mexico is not playing oh, <laughs> your friends <laughs> yeah so yeah. chris noted he yeah. thinks koreans and mexicans <laughs> are the only people who are proud uh, to show their identity even though they are not playing. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> uh, the country ambassador or something. Yes, yes, yeah. Korea exists. I yeah. know they got knocked out. They were in the World Cup. Uh, uh, and they funny. did well. I mean, yeah. you know, of course, it'll be nicer if they move up out of the yeah. group stage. However, they knocked out Germany again. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> wow. So. Um, in 2018, in men's World Cup, uh, Korea knocked out Germany. They yeah, won against Germany, that. like 2 nil. So uh-huh. they knocked out Germany <laughs> out of World Cup. Because Germany is a good team. They're really good. And, and this time, the women's team, they tied with Germany. So mm. as a result, Germany got knocked out again. So it's like, oh. well, Germany, we, we are keeping the gate. <laughs> it's a huge achievement. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know... I would have felt pretty bad for the Korean players mm-hmm. if they didn't make any goals. Um, it's really yeah, sad if yeah. you don't score anything. But they made one goal, one goal. and that made difference. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, good to hear that. Um, okay, so you did see World Cup games. Yep. Um, what else? What else did you see? What else was fun, interesting, new? Tell me more about your trip. You know, um, the funny thing is, when before I went there, I watched, uh, what did I watch? BTS Bon, bon Voyage. Voyage. Yeah, in New Zealand. And they did camp, camping van. They drove around. So they saw a lot of pasture with sheep. Mm. And they saw beautiful lakes. So... That's what I was imagining. Guess what? New Zealand is islands. <laughs> yeah. So actually, there are a lot more water <laughs> than what I imagined. Oh. There's like water everywhere. Oh. Um, okay. So I was on water a lot <laughs> during our trip, <laughs> which was not my favorite because I get seasick. I get like motion sickness oh, easily. Okay. And seasickness is the worst. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, whenever I travel between island or to island, from island, uh, or even on the lake, I was often on a boat. Oh. I let okay. me let me count this because I I wrote it here. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven. I was on a boat. Wow. Seven times, seven, seven times, times during this game. That's I a lot. crossed the ocean um, 
three times. You're like I was on lake twice. I know <laughs> a you lot. Are, you're getting trained to be Moana. You know Moana from Disney. Movie yeah, I know character? the character, but I didn't yeah. watch it. Oh, okay. Yeah, basically she lives in the island, mm. and then she's always on like sailing all the time. Wow. So you're basically respect Moana. Moana. Yeah, yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, wow, that's that's interesting. Cause yeah, I also had the same expectation because I watched uh Bon Voyage yeah. of BTS and I saw a lot of beautiful mountain. They yeah, show yeah. a lot of mountains. There are a lot of mountains yeah, too. Yeah. Do you know Jinjin? Jinjin hmm? is a ginger candy. Okay. So it's made in Australia. Um, I looked up. They sell it in US too because I liked it so much. So Ooh. I lived on it. I got it on the boat and I would eat it. Oh, does it help? Ginger helps. Ginger has the Ooh, effect okay. of uh, calming down your nausea. Mm. So I just kept eating it one after the other. It was helpful. So ginger is my favorite candy now. Oh, I see. Did you also take some medicine? No, I, I was not prepared. Ooh. So I didn't were, take it. Were anything. you not able to get it there? Um, not on the boat. <laughs> so, um, on the first time I was sick, I got the ginjin. And ever since then, because ginjin worked well, I just kept getting the ginjin candy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, as long as it worked well for you. It tastes good. Nice. It's yeah. like a sweet ginger. Oh, okay. Okay, so we talked about fun stuff. And I also want to know, what was challenging? I kind of know what happened during your trip. Cause, uh, yeah, I called you and cried. Yeah, I didn't no. cry, but like, I told you that yeah. I was having a hard time. Yeah, let's hear about what happened while you're there. So I just told you about seasickness. Mm-hmm. There was one of the many different kinds of sickness that I experienced on this trip. Um, I once told Hina, oh, I'm being a 종합병원, which is the... <laughs> The multi-department hospital. Yeah. Because I was like having all different kinds of symptoms. At that time, I was going, I, I had COVID. <laughs> I was suffering from COVID symptom, seasickness, and also menstruation. So mm. I was like, well, what's oh going God. on in my body? Every Right, right. I think all those have reason. I had period because it was time. COVID, yeah. I don't know where I got it. We rarely... It's just random. Anything. It's really random. Yeah. It's really random. Yeah. Um, but not only that, because we hike so much and walk so much, I got injured in my leg. So my uh, right knee or left knee mm. alternatively sore. And I once pulled my hamstring on my right leg. So it was hard to go uh, uphill oh, for no. a f- couple of days. Mm-hmm. And there were just like, some days, I think it happened when I moved a lot of over a few days. So I was moving from the Rotanus Island with Kwaka to Perth by boat. Mm-hmm. And then we flew to Auckland in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. And then the following day, we took a bus to Topo. It's a lake in the middle of the North Island. So I moved around a lot mm-hmm. for a few days. And I think that was too disorienting for me. It was too overwhelming oh, that I was, like, moving so much. Yeah. Um, so I got quite depressed. And another thing I saw on the bus ride was that a lot of land get get cleared off for pasture. You know, as you know, in New Zealand, a big industry is raising sheep mm-hmm. and cows. 
So there are a lot of pasture. Pasture means you clear the land, you cut down all the trees, mm -hmm. get rid of, let the trees die, and you clear it to make it into grassland, mm -hmm. right? To raise the livestock. Yeah. So once it becomes pasture, it's pretty. It's pretty green color. Right. However, the process of cutting down the trees, because it, it's all brown, and they're all dead trees for a big amount of land, it's quite depressing to see yeah. it. It just looks very and ugly and sad. it's massive. It's I massive. Oh. Like when I'm riding the bus on the window, I just keep seeing it doesn't end. Wow. I'm like, how many land are they clearing? How many trees do they have to yeah. cut off? So I know later on, I learned, I looked up. Mm -hmm. I looked up the New Zealand uh, forest management. So they do have plans. They have policy. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's not too bad, but the sight of it made me right. feel very sad. Right. So there was a period of time after seeing that I was feeling very depressed, disoriented, and I was just in dark place for a few days. Mm -hmm. um, and that's when I uh, tried to talk with Hina. So yeah. I, I talked yeah. with Hina. I also talked with my other friend, um, Christine. And I also reached out to my therapist. So mm. I talked to my therapist too. Okay. So. All those um, helped. So after a few days, I got better. Yeah. I can't imagine, especially when you had expectation of such beautiful right. nature scenes. Right. Uh, but reality is totally different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it would have been quite depressing for me too. So knowing that what had happened to you during your trip... Mm -hmm. I mean, some of the things are totally out of control, like COVID, right? Right. But what would you do differently if you are planning on another, like this kind of lengthy trip? Mm -hmm. I think there are two things I would try to do it different in the future. One is do not hike and walk too much every day. Because mm. that's what we did on the first place at right. the Rotanus Island. We walked like five hours every day. <gasps> And Linda. well, I got tired. Uh, my body was burnt out. So that was not a good idea. And another thing is don't move around too, too much. So once you move to one place, stay there at least mm. a few days before yeah. you move again. Right. Because I was moving through multiple places over three days and I felt like I could not feel stable or settle down okay i was quite stressed also i assume packing unpacking is also <laughs> super stress packing right? packing like for a hundred times yeah i yeah that would have been a nightmare for me yeah so that's something that i would do differently in the future as much as i i can because mm -hmm. you know travel is not easy i'm not super yeah. rich i have limited time so mm -hmm. we do have to plan with some limitation yeah yeah i think over time, as we are getting older, we are definitely adjusting, especially what, according to what our body tells. Right. From each trip, I'm learning something new about myself. Right. And for example, one thing that I knew beforehand was that flying for a long time will be hard on us. So that's why we uh, plan to have one night over in Singapore mm. on the way. So those are the things that help right. relieve some stress and pressure on our bodies. Right, right. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I recently started doing is, especially when I have a long trip or a long mm-hmm. flight, getting massage right before flight mm-hmm. and also right after right, flight. Right, right. Yeah. It's so really I helpful. Can, yeah, get uh, my muscle relaxed. Yeah, we did get massage there and it was helpful. Oh, good job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talk about. I would say it was like learning points. Yeah. So a- anything else that was memorable? Anything else you want to share with our audiences from your trip? Kiaora. Hmm. Kiaora. Yeah, I I don't know the exact pronunciation. Okay. I just heard it a lot in New Zealand. Kiaora, you you say whenever you meet someone, it's like a greeting, like welcome, hello. Mm. Um. Uh, the literal translation I heard was like wishing you well-being. Uh, it's the Maori language, and that's something that I did not expect before the trip, but um, stayed very memorable oh. in my head. So Maori is the tribe that lived in New Zealand before um, British colonizer, the settler, moved over, mm-hmm. and. I just was shocked by the difference between U.S. and New Zealand in how the relationship between the Aboriginal native people there mm-hmm. and the government and, and the, the rest of the country. So in New Zealand, the Maori definitely has bigger presence. Mm. You can see their languages Mm. everywhere it's like on the sign on the street you will see english and maori language oh wow um in auckland when we ride bus they you know they announce the stop next stop they will always say in english and maori language wow. i know i think in auckland it was actually maori first and then english so you will hear and see maori language everywhere and also you will see the land acknowledgement like on signs you know because chris and i are tourists yeah we go to yeah Yeah. on maps or when you go hiking they have signs about this place they will have information about the history how Mm. how it used to be maryland and then became the government new zealand government and recent years there have been a lot of treaty settlement that means the government talk with the Maori in that local area mm-hmm. so they give the land back to Maori tribe oh, I know wow. I know so that's happening in a bigger movement in New Zealand all throughout the country and it was quite impressive yeah yeah that's so surprising to hear and yeah I do see that huge difference between mm-hmm. how um, those native people were respected in two yeah. different countries in addition to languages where do you see their culture or their rituals and traditions are right. incorporated in day to day right um there's definitely more than just languages oh my god i remember this because again it was very impressive and surprising so we went to four games uh, of world cup mm-hmm. and in each game in the opening ceremony there's a maori ritual I, I saw the video. Oh, you did! I almost yeah. burst into tears. It gives me goosebumps. It's very moving. Yeah. It's very spiritual because they will do a chant and singing and also dance movement. Yeah. 
the first three games, there were just three performers. Uh, one female would stand and sing. There are two male warriors, like mm-hmm. like kneeling in mm-hmm. front of her. Um, that was impressive enough. Guess what? When he, when we went to the last game for us, the semifinal, they put up a bigger performance. Oh, there okay. were like thirty performer, okay. like in a circle in the middle of the field, <laughs> and they did the whole song with dance. I'm like, this is amazing. The video I saw was um, the players. The soccer players, oh. they were chanting in Maori language. Ooh. So I, I, I do not have additional context because mm. I only saw there was a huge group of them. And then uh, on the other side, there was uh, the opposite team. They mm. are, you know, um, playing against. It was mind-blowing. Yeah, I could see their facial expressions, which is not just for threatening yeah. the other team it's more like it's hard to explain something very deep it it in my um experience when mm-hmm. i was there it feels like it feels very grounding mm-hmm. it feels like you are connecting to the earth and mm. the space around you at the same time claiming the space like mm. we are here mm. and and it's very mu- moving I didn't see what you are describing. Maybe because I didn't watch any... I didn't go to any game where New Zealand played. Oh, okay. Yeah. So these were... I only went to games where other country Mm. players were there. So I didn't see what you saw. Mm -hmm. But I definitely want to see that video. You should share it with me later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let me find the video. And you will see uh, some people that make you think they are Maori. So I've seen, they, of course, there is variety, but some Maori people are very big in mm-hmm. their physique, including women. So I'll say, wow, this woman is very big. And I will also see some tattoos, including on the face. Mm-hmm. Their facial and arm tattoos are very popular among them. And there are patterns that are unique to Maori. Mm-hmm. So um, when Chris and I flew, from North Island to South Island, we took Air New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Many of the employees were looked like Maori oh. because they had tattoo on their face. Oh. And guess what? I never see that in Korea uh, yeah. or in Japan no. No. or in the US. <laughs> yeah, even you know, US. Even like most companies here, I'll say all, all airline companies in US and Korea, they don't hire customer service people who have facial tattoo right right Right. but that is commonplace with maori people so it's acceptable in new zealand yeah and that was quite interesting refreshing yeah yeah that's yeah that's really interesting yeah so respect i i felt very um moved by you know the changes that's yeah. happening in New Zealand in terms of improving relationship and amending historical damage with Maori people. Yeah, I'm really moved. Like by listening to your story, I'm really moved by yeah inclusion and diversity. Going back to Kira Ora, when do you say this? So like when I'm checking in, like when you bring your boarding pass to get on the airplane. The people who are checking your ticket, boarding pass, will say kia ora, kia ora. Ah, they say welcome. like hello. Okay. 
or when um, when we visit a cultural site and the tour guide start the talk, mm-hmm. they will say kia ora and then start. Mm. Yeah. Kia ora. Yeah, I think it sounds pretty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was so fun catching up with you. Because yeah. even though we talked during your trip, it was not this extensive. Right. Also, I wanted to save all the fun oh. part for this recording. So Good idea. I didn't really ask them much of a question. So while talking to you, I feel like I could see some like sceneries yeah, while you're describing. Yeah. Fun. So now that you are... An expert of <laughs> New Zealand uh-huh. and one month expert. That's a lot. Not everyone really stayed yeah. um, that ex- extensively. Yeah. What would be your recommendation for our audiences or who are planning on visiting New Zealand and Australia? For Australia, definitely go to the Rottenness Island or Wajuma Island in their native language. Um. To meet quokkas. They are lovely. <laughs> Not only quokka, but the island is beautiful. Mm. Their beaches are beautiful. Mountain is beautiful. Sunset, sunrise. We saw it all. <laughs> when I was there, probably because I uh, I was watching Bon Voyage during that time. Uh-huh. Um, I thought of RM in BTS because he likes uh, riding bicycle. Mm-hmm. And you can rent bike. We rented a bike for a day and rode around the island. It's very popular because cars are not allowed on the island. Mm. Only the they have bus that goes around the islands, okay. or the management has truck for management, but there's no other car. Oh, so it's amazing. It's the nice. best place yeah. to walk and ride bicycle. Yeah. So I thought of RM. <laughs> so for the first time. I wrote a handwritten letter to him. <laughs> wow. Wow. And I told him like, oh, you know, I was watching Bon Voyage. And one day everyone went out to have fun. And you were going to go bike. But then you stayed in the camping van because you had to make a song. All right. I was so sad. So, RM, you should come here and bike. And no one will recognize you <laughs> it's like pretty much at the end of the world so come here enjoy your week for at least few days and um i am are you listening <laughs> did he respond to you <laughs> side note i uh... i did write down my contact info <laughs> who knows maybe he was like Ooh, did you okay. did you say that you're the co-host of american case sisters you i know? don't remember that detail <laughs> Linda. <laughs> yeah, so definitely that place. And New Zealand, I would say uh, go around. Definitely saw South Island. There are two islands, North and South Island. Mm-hmm. I think South Island definitely has a lot of places, small places, mm-hmm. that, has, that you can relax and enjoy the nature more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, Kaikoura is a beach or shore a town, small town that we stayed for a week. It was beautiful. So I'll recommend don't just stay in the popular touristic cities or area, mm. but go to South Island, get a camping van, drive around, and nice. get lost. <laughs> get lost. Mm-hmm. That's the, the most important lesson. 
All right, it's a vacation season, or maybe in the at the end of the vacation、mm-hmm. season. So probably a lot of people are talking about travel or next destination. So hopefully our audiences got some ideas about New Zealand and Australia. We are going to wrap up here for today, and in our next episode, which is the final episode of the season. Yoo-hoo! I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, support us by leaving ratings and reviews on Spotify and Apple Podcast, and help us grow our community. Subscribe to our show wherever you listen to your podcast. Connect with us on Instagram, American Case Sisters. Or send us a message at AmericanCaseSisters@gmail.com. If you want to learn more about each episode, check the show notes below. A big shout out to Miss Christine for the beautiful music in our podcast. Share our show with your fellow fans of Korea and K Everything. <laughs>